0: We'll try to preach for the Lord to come by and help us. Amen. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. I appreciate the Lord speaking to me last Sunday evening as I was getting ready for church. I believe it was the Lord. I'll soon know if it is. Won't take long here in the next little while if it was the Lord. It could have been just my mind, but I don't, I don't quite feel like it was. I feel like it was a, a still small voice amen that just come by and then i felt like it uh he spoke to me again the other day and uh through the word of god tells us not to be weary and well-doing amen you can get weary and well-doing if you're not careful uh anybody can get weary and well-doing and uh so we desire your prayers tonight and, and uh seemed like Sometimes I guess I might seem like I'm just too plain, but it's tight. <laughs> oh, this tight. <laughs> Praise God. And if we don't get no word preaching tonight, you can say, boy, it was tight. But you know what? I ain't never had God let me down yet. Praise the Lord. He's never let me down. Got, I've let him down a bunch of times, but I've never had God let me down. God, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and I believe if we'll make our efforts for the Lord, that the Lord will just come by and help us for a little while, and, uh, and uh, as Brother Pete has certainly been on his heart, you can tell when he leads service, the burden for revival, and uh, need need the people to get saved and everything, but I want to tell you tonight, that ain't where revival's at that's a that's the results of revival but revival is long before people ever get saved long before people ever start getting healed when revival comes around revival starts in the heart of every individual um, and so uh, that's where it needs to be all right we'll read just a little bit in Judges chapter 15 Jim I might need you to help me for a little while you're in a little bit you don't mind today do you? you can handle this. okay <coughs> All right. Judges 15 11. Then 3,000 men of Judah went to the top of the rock of Edom and said to Samson, Knowest thou not that the Philistines are rulers over us? What is it that thou hast done unto us? And he said unto them, As they did unto me, so have I done unto them. And they said unto him, we are come down to bind thee that we may deliver thee into the hand of the Philistines. and Samson said unto them swear unto me that ye will not fall upon me yourselves and they spake unto him saying no but we will bind thee fast deliver thee into their hand but surely we will not kill thee and they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock and uh, when he came to Leah the Philistines shouted against him, and the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire, and his bands loosed from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass, and put forth his hand and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. And Samson said, With the jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, and with the jawbone of an ass. Have I slain a thousand men? It came to pass when he had made an end of speaking, that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, and called that place Ramathelia. Uh, we go on down to verse uh, 18. He had just now fought a great battle. Uh, the spirit of the Lord was up on him, and one man been able to kill a thousand men, and. Uh, Looked like that uh, everything that he needed had been available to him, and he had fought a great battle, won a great victory, and the power of God had been upon him, and God had been blessing. God let him just take an old crude something that uh, looked like had probably been thrown away, to no benefit, no use to anything, just an old dead carcass. And but yet he took that, and God let him make a weapon out of that thing, and. And he began uh, 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 to smite these men one by one. He laid a thousand men to their death. He put them asunder with the power of God upon him and the Spirit of God. And, but we find that after he had his battle and after he had his victory and all of this, in Judges 15, same chapter, starting verse 18, and he was sore thirst. And he called on the Lord and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant." Now shall I die for thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised. But God clave a hollow place that was in the jaw. And there came water there out. And he drank and his spirit came again and he revived. Wherefore he called the name of thereof uh, Elkhanachor, Which is in Leah unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines twenty years. So we, we see that. Even after a great victory, there came a weakness upon him. Even after a great blessing, there still yet was another need for something from God. We may have celebrated many a victory. We may have shouted under the power of God. We may have run the oath. We may have done a bunch of things. But I'm going to tell you what. That was yesterday. Glory to God. This is another day. We got another battle to fight. That battle's behind us. We've won over top of that battle but there'll be another Philistine. There'll be another day that the enemy will attack us again. And, and it said to hear that after he had fought and done his very best, done exactly, he felt a weakness come upon him. And uh, uh, his body became thirsty for water. It needed strength. I've, I've been through some battles. And I've won a bunch of victories by the help of the Lord. But I want to tell you another thing. There's been times that I got thirsty after the battle too. Praise the Lord. There have been times that I was needing some help, Jim, after the battle was over. I was weak from the battle. And uh, Sometimes we can celebrate the victory, but yet sometimes the battle can wear you down. Yeah, you can celebrate it. But yet, baby, tomorrow when the Spirit of God ain't on you like it is tonight, you feel a weakness come up on you. Anybody ever been there? Get in the night and the devil hits you hard in the morning or even before you get home. Well... It said that he was sore or thirst and he called on the Lord. Well, he knew where to call. nothing knew who to call on. And it said, and the Spirit of God came again. That's a good part, ain't it? That Spirit of God that helped him to destroy a thousand Philistines came up on him to give him a drink of water, to strengthen him. I, 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 I like the, the, the song, He Knows Exactly What I Need. Praise the Lord. And tonight he knows when I'm thirsty. He knows how to quench my thirst. And it said that after that he got his thirst quenched, That the spirit of him, he revived. He was ready to go on again, praise the Lord. Tonight I want to I preach to you about being revived, but I want to preach and title it CPR. Anybody here ever had a CPR class? Anybody? CPR classes. Well, there's different phases of it, different things that you can go through. Uh, but uh, I want to preach about and for the Lord to help me to illustrate that what the church people's needing, and when we talk about the church, we ain't talking about uh, one particular or, or anything, but what we're needing is some CPR administered from the Lord. Praise God. Jim, you're getting ready to, to get in bad shape. Boys, could I have this seat right here just for a little while? Jim, would you mind laying that on this seat on the flat of your back? Put your head up here and your feet down yonder. Don't, don't go nowhere. Praise the Lord. Just lay right down there. Just, just, just get your feet stretched out and get comfortable because you might be there for a little while. But uh, I, looked at, uh, I looked at this and uh, uh, he was revived and he was needing some strength. Uh, I've worked pretty hard before. And uh, I mean, felt good when I started out that morning. Boy, when that evening time came and after beating of the sun, sunlight, brother Tucker, all day long. You get to where, you ever heard anybody being white-eyed? Well, I've been white-eyed a few times. You lose your color when you get white-eyed. You get so weak that you can't hardly go. And you have to have rest. You have to have some. Been so tired you didn't even feel like eating. You ever been there? You just feel, didn't even feel like eating until you had to rest a while. Till you could just get some uh, re- uh, being revived in your body just a little while. Well, we find the word revive means to bring back. To strength or life. When we talk about being revived, Samson's here, he wasn't dead, but his strength was brought back to him. If they'd called on him and him by himself without the help of God when he was so thirsty and he was so weak, there could have been wonderful things whipped him. But the Spirit of God was what he was needing to revive him, it wasn't something else. It wasn't uh, going on a vacation. It wasn't being relaxed, kicking back. It wasn't staying home and getting rested up. But I tell you what was needing to be revived. It was the spiritual man inside of him to be able to go on and fight a battle. First Kings 17, 19. And he said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O oh Lord, my God, Thou hast also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son. He stretched, for, uh, stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O oh Lord, my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came into him again and he revived. Now he raised a dead right here, praise the Lord. I don't know that anybody here tonight's dead. I, it looks like there's a little bit of movement. I don't know of a soul here tonight that's dead physically. And I don't know about everybody spiritually. But here, this man of God, he called upon the Lord and said to him, this child was dead. Some of these uh, brainy people, they say, oh, they just passed out. This child was dead. Life had gone from him. No life left in his soul. But when the man of God called on God and said, God, I want you to bring life back to him. God revived that child. And that child began to live again. And that was dead. 2 Kings 13 and 21 talks about Elisha. It came to pass as they were burying a man. That behold, they spied a band of men. And they came and cast a man into the sepulcher of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood upon his feet. Praise the Lord. You, you're talking about power with God. That they could throw a dead man upon the bones of the old prophet of God and this man's uh, spirit and his life would uh, revive, the, come back into him and, and he would live again. I don't want to put, I'm not preaching nobody out. But I want to tell you tonight, I'm afraid tonight that we've got the good people, good people that's needing, needing some reviving, needing to shout under the power of God, needing a touch of the Holy Ghost, needing to shed a few tears for just a little while, need to get the heart broken up and become humble to where God can speak to them in a special way. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Still there, Jim? Don't go nowhere. And unto the angel of the church of Sardis write, These things saith he that that hath the seven spirits of God and seven stars, I know thy works, and thou hast the name that thou livest and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, has how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent if therefore thou shalt not watch I will come as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee thou hast a few names even in Sardis which have not defiled their garments and they shall walk with me in white uh, for they are worthy he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He, he looked here at this church age and he's talking about this. He said, you have a name that lives but art dead. Now that, that means they had a reputation, but there wasn't nothing going on. You hear me tonight? If we're a children of God and we're saved and on our way to heaven... This world may identify us as being the people of God, but I'm going to tell you something tonight. There needs to be something going on in this body, praise the Lord. There needs to be a stir going on, not just bearing a title, not just wearing an outward appearance and and doing some of them things, but we need to have something spiritually going on on the inside of us that whenever time some little problem uh, comes up, some little something that don't just blow us to pieces. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we look here. As he looked at this church age, it was full of hypocrisy. Amen. Religion had gone away of being decayed about. And you know what? There was one that was looking at this church that knew all there was to know about this church age. They couldn't hide a thing from God. This church couldn't. This church was uh, open to the eyes of God. God knew they could come up with excuse after excuse after excuse, but God could not be convinced with any type of excuse because God knew. Praise the Lord. And so as they look there, uh, it talks about that th- there was some names that were still right. There was some that was uh, still doing all right, but uh, we said there, there was others that weren't doing so good and tonight that's pretty well the way the system is in the world there's some that's a feeling of blessings of the Holy Ghost there's some of getting in church and worshiping God there's other good people that let the devil beat you down to where you don't hardly feel like wanting to do anything in church no more don't feel like even desiring to feel the presence of God don't want to go to hell but just don't really have the desire to be able to feel the power of God we get in that shape it won't be long until the devil tries to slip something else on us Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody besides me ever been close to spiritually dead in your life? Huh? Been close to spiritually dead? I, I ain't talking about going out and sinning. That ain't what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about the going and, and doing things that's wrong. But I'm talking about just ain't no spirit there. Don't feel what I'm feeling right now. Glory to God been a while been a dry spell in our soul been a dry spell in our spirit been a while since we danced under the power of the Holy Ghost been a while well over at school they require us to, to take CPR every, every year and, and, and uh, if I can find it hold on praise the Lord if I can read all this just right this was given to me by the American Red Cross this recognizes that Wade Kessner has completed the requirements for adult CPR conducted by the Smith County chapter date completed June the 5th, 1998. Uh, the American Red Cross recognizes this uh, certificate as valid for one year from the completion date. In other words, I am legal to administer CPR. Praise the Lord. You've got to be careful. If You, uh, 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 you could get sued. If you tried to administer CPR and a person won't push it enough and you didn't didn't have your card, it's good for one year. One year is all it's good for. You're supposed to go back and be recertified. You may know all about it, but you got to go back and be recertified. I went about two or three years, and, and I still knew how to do it, but I wasn't certified to do it. I had to be recertified. Well, tonight I want to tell him. I feel like that there's something from heaven has certified me to preach the gospel. Praise God! It's better than American Red Cross. It's red, all right, Jim, but it's the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah! Glory to God! And in doing so tonight, I've been trying my best. I'm trying tonight, but if I can, by the help of of God and by help of Jim tonight, to show you that there's sometimes we need help. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And I know there's different ways, but this is the way this thing was taught to me. If I can do it just right. They say that whenever you come up on a victim, uh, you just don't run over and and, and just start everything. Because you might get yourself in trouble. Number one, you're supposed to survey the scene. You look. You do it quickly now. You've got to use all the time that you can. Use it wisely. But you make sure that this man laying here, that there's not electric wire that he's laying on. Because if you touch him, you might become a victim also. You've got to make sure that there's not something just about ready to fall on him and, and you too. You've got to make sure, is he still breathing? Is there something? So sometimes you have to survey the scene. You know what? God had already surveyed our day. He said there in, in Revelation, it's talking about the, the church of the layout of sin, he said, I've I, I looked at them, and he said, i tell you what I found. He said, I looked at a church there, and at that age, he said that they were, they were lukewarm. He said they weren't hot, and they weren't cold. And so as God, tonight, we might not be able to survey. I can't survey nobody's heart but my own, but there's one tonight that's a survey in the scene here. Amen. Glory to God. He's looking over the victim. He's looking over what's happened. He can look in tonight and tell if there's any other dangers, glory to God, about it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Another thing, Jim, when you find somebody there, you're supposed to check them for responses. And if you don't know who it is or whatever, you say, hey, hey, what's wrong? Hey. And if they don't answer back to you, you know there's something really serious. But if they're able to talk to you, you know for a few things. They're still alive. You know that they can still have, they're still conscious. They still have their senses to recognize, to hear, to be able to speak, to know what's going on. Tonight, I'm afraid that God has spoke a bunch of times. And he runs over to them and he's at the survey and the scene. he looks here and he says, hey, nothing happened. He says, stand to your feet, clap your hands, nothing happened. He says, walk around the altar. Nothing happens. He says, uh, uh, lift up your hands and, and, and thank the Lord. Nothing happens. Hey, act a little while. God's going to wonder whether well, we live or not. God is. God's going to be checking on us just a little bit. Praise the Lord. Well, what's God going to do? Is God going to just say, well, I'll just go away from that fellow there or that woman, that boy, that girl, because they're dead. No, God ain't that away. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And just as quick as you possibly can, you find out that they ain't responding, they ain't moving, and they ain't nothing happening. It might be a wound somewhere or something, but first off, you've got to be able to check and see if there's any pulse. We run over here and we lay our finger right on, right around here, somewhere on the side of his neck. We get our face down close to him and see if there's any breath coming out. That means you find out whether or not they're alive or not. Praise God! God checks the pulse. God checks the heart. God wants to know, is there anything left in their life? Is there anything left to be? Hallelujah, glory to God. And I'll tell you tonight, God knows tonight whether there's any life left in us. Glory to God. There's been men that have been people that have been nearly dead and God has come by and God only is able to tell, is there any life left? God may feel a faint heartbeat. God may just be able to barely tell. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. After they, after they check you like that real quick, and if there's anybody else standing by, you're looking here, instead of you trying to do it all you can, we used to be a, we had to call the police number, but now we got 911. And after a while, Jim, you, you look over at that fella, you're laying here and I look over and I tell Bobby, I say, Bobby, go call 911. We're needing help. Glory to God now they, they got that old song out the devil's in the book, phone booth Nine one one. I ain't preaching about that about of silliness but I, I'm going to preach you tonight that there needs to be a call from, for help from heaven above there needs to be a great physician praise God that will show up on the scene that's able to bring life back into somebody that's just about to die hallelujah somebody that the devil is just about to trick into casting it all in and say I ain't going to serve God no more they're pretty close to dead. The Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. He calls for help. Praise the Lord. And the, there's different reasons, different ways you have to go. But if, but if you begin to check and if there ain't no uh, beat there, you begin to do chest compressions so many, you reach back over and you check for this. And also you've got to administer Uh, put your mouth over theirs and put oxygen in his body because after just maybe five or six minutes or maybe four to six minutes if there's not oxygen in those lungs that will supply oxygen to that brain that brain will die that brain won't think no more that controlling part of this body here the brain controls everything else The the, the, the heart pumps blood and carries oxygen to the brain but even if that, if that heart, that thing's not working just exactly right, you can just in a little while keep enough oxygen going into that body and doing chest compressions to keep that heart trying to pump until help comes. Praise the Lord. Sometimes, and I'm not saying this just because I'm a preacher, and he told, they told us, they said, you, you'll be surprised how, how tired. I, I wish old Doug was here tonight. I'd had him done this. He's probably done it many times. But you'll get tired in just a little while. They said it don't take you long to wear out. And if there's anybody else there that can do it, it says you let them take turns until help comes. There's been times we try to bring life and try to help until the Lord comes on the scene. We struggle, we pull, we tug, we pray, and we do everything we can. And sometimes that, that that, that critical spirit says, well, the preacher didn't do too good. The, the singers didn't sing too good. Praise God. They don't realize what it is. You try to bring somebody back. It's nearly dead. It's hard. It ain't no easy task. Praise God. It's hard to do it. But after a little while. After a little while. When help sort of comes along. Praise the Lord. The that says. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand. Against the wrath of mine enemies. And thy right hand shall... Save me. I'm reminded of some scriptures over here uh, in Ezekiel. We know the story of the valley of dry bones. And it was talking about the house of Israel. But he looked over and he saw that that valley with dry bones. They was very dry. And he said, I'll breathe upon them. And I'll cause them to live again. The Bible said that there was a, in Ezekiel 37, 1 through 10. And he said it, that he prophesied unto these bones. And there became a great shaking. And after a little while, behold, there was bone and flesh there, but there was no life. And he said, prophesying to the wind. You know what he was saying? He said, God, breathe upon them. Jim, I believe you're going to be all right. Praise God. I believe life coming back. Glory to God. How do you know? Because I seen him raise these arms. I ain't never been to the funeral home and seen a dead person move. Hallelujah. Have you? I've seen people grab a hold of caskets. Nearly shake them plumb out of it. I've seen them hold and shed tears that looked like they couldn't cry no more. But life was gone. You could look at it and tell there wasn't no more life there. It was just gone. Praise the Lord. All right, Jim, you're all right now. I believe you can make it. Jim, I believe you can make it. You like to up? What about stand up like an army? Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know why? The breath of God is breathed on him. You know tonight what we're needing? Praise God. We just need to stand up and let the God breathe on this service tonight. Breathe on every individual. For where we can feel the power of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Read a few more scriptures over here. Praise God. Hosea 6 and 1. Come, let us return unto the Lord. For he hath torn, and he will heal us, he hath smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us, and in the third day will he raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we fall on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and we shall come uh, he shall come unto us as a rain, as a ladder, in the former rain, unto the earth, glory to God. You know what he's saying here, after I get revived, I ain't going to stop there, praise God. He said, I'm going to go on and I'm going to follow after the Lord. I'm going to find out what else he's got for me. Praise God, I'm just not satisfied, Jim. I've been able to stand to my feet, but I'd like to follow after the Lord all the days of my life and see what God's got for me. Praise Praise the Lord. Dead men can't do that. Amen. Dead men can't do that. I don't know why I'm afraid of blood. Blood don't bother me if it's mine. But on other people it bothers me. I don't pass out, nothing like that. But uh, there have been a few cases. But it bothers me if it's on my children. But to other people, it don't seem to bother me. But they tell me that, that you can forget a lot of things. And thank you, forget all this. Praise the Lord. But when it comes your time to have to administer this, uh, you can do it. Amen. Is Brian still here or is he gone? Gone. You remember back several years ago, Bobby? Brian was going down the highway and he looked and he saw a car. And it looked like a woman beating a young nearly to death. Was that over there on the um, 91, somewhere through there? Where? We're around Gladespring. But he saw a woman, look like this beating the life out of a kid. And he didn't know what in the world was taking place. But anyways, he stopped. I don't know. If you remember if he passed him or not and came back. But anyways, he stopped. What had happened, that child was choked and was dying. That child was dying. O'Brien had, had some training. And you know what he did? He began to do the hymen maneuver or whatever. But anyways, he saved that life of that child. He saved that life. And uh, that child began to breathe. And whatever it had in its mouth, and its throat, it came loose, unlodged. And and uh, I believe when Brian left, he didn't even get your name. How was the story, Carol, that after a while they ran into those people? You no, know, he, he was so upset. He just went on. Then Connie was telling about it at work, Buster Brown. And uh, she was telling the woman next to her and the lady behind her. Was the lady. Her Couldn't even he, he, he was so, he didn't. He was so bothered over it. He didn't bother to say, hey, i done this. Praise God. But I tell you what, tonight there's been times that I've been just about under. There's been times that I felt like that I couldn't go no farther. There's been times that it seemed like that the devil just about beat me down till I couldn't hardly go. But you know what? God knew there was still life left. And God came by and he strengthened me. God did a spiritual CPR. He looked and figured out what my problems was. He began to check how much life was there and began to decide what he had to do to bring life back into me. Tonight, God knows exactly what he's got to do to every one of us to bring life, spiritual Amen. life. I'm talking about life that we can enjoy as a servant God. I've heard people say this, it ain't all in the shout. Well, praise God, it might not be, but that's part of it. Amen. Isn't that part of it? Praise the Lord. I ain't saying you have to shout to go to heaven, but you get to heaven, you will. Amen. I believe when we get to heaven, everybody's going to do a little jig. Praise God. Thurman knows about that already here, don't he? Praise God. You can shout when the power of God gets on you. You may feel like it's your handicap with an artificial limb, but you get the power of God on you. I tell you what he can do. He can let you fly without wings. What God can do. I seen Brother Pete do it one night. You say, you're silly. You don't know what you're talking about. No, I know what I'm talking about. He's talking about Brother Later and said he lifted up. I was in that service. I seen him right back there at that door. Brother Pete stretched right straight out. It wasn't no magic, wasn't no trick. Brother Pete stretched right straight out about as high as a man's head just about for a, seemed like a second or two before he ever went down to the floor. You know what it was? God lifted him up above it, praise the Lord. Life was there. Life was present. Amen. Tonight I preach to you what I felt like a Lord. I'd like for them to give us a song. Amen. Give us a song. As they give us a song, this altar's open. Praise the Lord. It's open for anybody that'd like to come and pray. And uh, to come around the altar to pray don't mean that... uh, that we're backslid. That means we're just asking God for help. Say, help me, O oh Lord. David. David cried after the Lord on many occasions. Help me, O oh God. That's what he called on the Lord. Others in their lifetime called on the Lord said, help me, O oh Lord. Amen. Tonight, and I'll tell you this. I, I've called on the Lord many times. I'll have to call on him again and again and again, Jim. I'll call on him time and time again. After a great battle, after a great victory, I may find myself thirsty. I may find myself sometimes weak. And I say, Lord, I need strength again. Praise God. You know what? That lets me know that it ain't, it's not us. That it's God that only can give us the strength that we need. When you're discouraged, you're down and nearly out. It takes God come by to strengthen you. That's right. Good brothers, good sisters, good people can pat you on the back, shake your hands, say I'm glad to see you, and, and all of these type things. But really, to get strength and get life back, it takes God breathing on us. It takes God. All right, let's stand if you will. Anybody like to come around and let's pray a little while. Ask God to help us.